I'm know. excited. I'm sorry. I picked this topic. I love this movie. It's a scary movie. It's a scary movie. And it still affects me just the same. I cannot put that on. I gotta tell you, something about this movie worked for me. I was oh, like, it rocked. So, I mean, that's kind of, that's debatable. But, I mean, it's a great movie. That, you know, I, it's my right as a viewer, as somebody who spends my money and time to go watch these films, to have my opinions and be disappointed. But that's what I love about about this group doing this podcast right now, is that on so many pages, <laughs> we're like right there with each other. But then, I mean, it, it's it's almost inevitable that, uh, you know, half the time we're going to go, you're out of your mind. You are out of your mind. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's... Welcome to the Midwest Monster Podcast, and now, here are your hosts. Hey monsters, how you doing? It's Matt Chan here, we're bringing you a special episode. Um, as you all know, it's come to the end of convention season for us. Our last convention is coming up. Actually, this week, we are going to be at Days of the Dead Chicago. And um, all three of us are going to be at this one. And we've got a special guest on tonight, somebody that's going to give you the 411 on the Days of the Dead Chicago. We have Adolfo with us. Adolfo, how you doing? How's it going, man? Pretty good, pretty good. Right on, man, right on. So um, Days of the Dead Chicago, Schwamberg, Illinois. How long have you guys been doing this specific con? Uh, You mean Chicago? Yeah, just Chicago. Yeah, this is going to be our third show in Chicago, actually. Um... It's the uh, the last one of the four cities that we added, but uh, you know it, it's one of our favorites. It's a great way to end the year. Uh, we're most of us are pretty local to the area. Um, you know, between Milwaukee and Chicago is kind of where we all reside, and it, it feels like a it feels like a homecoming show after a long year of uh, traveling around the country and doing shows in Indianapolis and Los Angeles and Atlanta. It's cool to end up with some homecoming where. A lot of our family and friends can come out and support, and the, the Chicago Schaumburg area always treats us so good that uh, it's it's a great way to just send off the year and look forward to another one. I know it's become actually, and not just saying this, it really has become our favorite show of the year. Like we love to end our convention season that way. After you do ten or twelve of these a year, like Chicago's a great way to just relax because you guys have such a chill atmosphere. Definitely agree. Yeah, and, you know, and that hotel's pretty cool about letting us do whatever we want, which, you know, it's kind of hard to find one of those, especially, I mean, even just finding a hotel for a horror convention, when you go in and you say, well, you know, we want to do a horror convention. That's what that's what we're doing here. A lot of places will just slam the door in your face. It's like, nope, not doing that here. And, uh, you know, not only have they been really inviting and really open to our crowd, but they pretty much just kind of stayed out of the way. And let us do what we do, and let us police ourselves. And you know, I, I, you know, I think they've over the last uh, you know couple shows we've done with them, they've grown to really trust us a lot. And I, I think that's great because you know our crowd is very specific crowd. Our crowd, uh, especially things of the dead, as you guys know, we like to stay up late. We like to party. Uh, you know, we like the music loud. We like to have our bands playing. We like to you know do the DJs on Saturday. So um, you know, we're not. It's not like. Uh, like a craft show. It's not a, a trade show. <laughs> it's a full weekend thing. And they pretty much, they pretty much want us to do whatever we want. And, you know, I think that's also a testament of our crowd where our crowd parties hard, but we also uh, keep it responsible and we keep it really adult and we take care of each other. And the, uh, the horror convention 
seeing at least as far as it goes with the Days of the Dead fans are a real big family and everybody's got each other's back and you know, we we really look out for each other. Right. Um and for those of you who may not know, he's speaking of Days of the Dead. Yeah, they love the party, man. These are the guys who brought you Iron Diamond at the last show. Like <laughs> they kicked ass all night. We had we did karaoke all night. We hung out and sang and danced with Jesco White. I mean Days of the Dead's oh, the show if you've never been, guys. Agreed. I can't, I can't. Yeah, and that's, that's, like, that's kind of become our calling card, you know, and, and it doesn't please everybody. There's a lot of people who you just can't sell them on the social atmosphere. They're like, well, you know, I want, you know, more autograph people. I want to fill up my posters with, you know, like, camper number three from Friday the 13th and stuff <laughs> like that. And, I mean, I think we got great guests, too. But we balance it out. I mean, I, I think that, like, autograph shows, you, you know, you can do them in a day, and you come in for a couple hours, and you go home. But I don't feel like that's an escape. You know, we want to do an escape. I mean, I, it's enough that we all have to go and, and do the 9-to-5 world, and most people we come across in our lives don't understand the horror culture and don't understand the metal culture and don't understand the kind of things we're into. So... I think it's just a better overall experience when you can create a reason for people to come out and hang out for the weekend, hang out for multiple days around people that understand them, among people that, you know, you consider extended family. And it's, it's cool to come out and make new friends every show and share this, this love for horror and stay up all night and, you know, drink and tell stories and share, you know, experiences. And that's, that's me who I take away from each show more so than, you know, autographs and stuff like that, which is cool too. You know, the celebrities are great too, but I think the camaraderie at the show and after hours is what really sets us apart. Well, and I, I think you bring up a great point too, that it doesn't turn into a crap show. I think that's one thing that I've always appreciated about Days. Over some of the other cons is that sometimes the other ones, they just get way out of hand, you know? And like, you know, it, it, you're right. It's a chill atmosphere, but we oh, yeah. like to have fun. We definitely consume large quantities of alcohol, but it never, like to me, in my experience, what I've been around in days, it never gets out of hand. Oh, never. And, and the celebrities are there. They're mixing it up at night. They're having a good time. No one's being a jerk. Like it just, <laughs> just the, I mean, there's just, there's some magic there. And I, it's the magic that I've experienced at days that I haven't experienced at other cons. Not to say I haven't had fun at other cons, but just, it's just, you know, as you brought up, the, the, it's kind of the family aspect. Oh, like yeah. Meeting new people, of being around some of the guests, and just, like, everybody laid back, having a good time, because people get it. Well, just, just as an example, and it actually ties in with Chicago. I don't know if you guys were there for the karaoke last oh, yeah. year in Chicago, but there was some, some kid had, like, had way too much to drink, and was getting really belligerent in the crowd while karaoke was going on. And, and coincidentally, I was on stage doing karaoke. And, um, you know, it was the first episode of that kind that we've ever had where you've had to bounce somebody for trying to start a fight. But, you know, it was, it was cool because a bunch of, you know, a bunch of fans in the crowd took care of it real quick. I mean, it was oh, over yeah. by the time I was, I was singing like a Danzig song and it was done and over and handled with before the song was even over. And, you know, the kid was, I mean, I don't know what his problem was. Probably just, had more alcohol than he could handle and bumped into somebody and then tried to start a fight. And like five people just came on him. They didn't, you know, it didn't turn into a fight. They didn't beat his ass, but they just all came down, kind of removed him from the situation, called security. Security 
room out, and it was like it never happened two minutes later. Everybody was having a good time, and you know, I think that's that's what I like about our show. You know, people kind of handle it in house. I mean, when somebody you know maybe has a little too much to drink, you see people helping them, you know, go to their rooms. You got people, um, you know, just helping each other out. I mean, it's such a cool, open, friendly atmosphere, and there's people that you'll meet that. You'll meet him for the first time that weekend, but it feels like you've known him forever, and, and that's that's something that I don't know. You know, I don't know how to replicate it. It just happens at our shows. People just feel comfortable, and it it goes beyond. It's it, it's such a non-marketable intangible, which I think is what makes it so cool. Like you know, you can throw all the money in the world that you want at your show, but you'll never get that fan-friendly atmosphere that you get from a show put on by real fans. If that makes any sense. Oh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, one of the things about Days of the Dead Chicago, because that's the one coming up this week, um, Days of the Dead Chicago, they had the, the out back where we went and saw the, where the parties were at, but also where we went and saw all the panels at. They have a big tent set up out back, and it's kind of a nice little oasis. You get out of the hotel, and you can travel back there. Do you guys got that set up again this year? Yeah, they actually um... – you know, and, and just to just to clarify with your listeners, because uh, oftentimes when I tell people the event head, they kind of imagine like we've got like a teepee in the back, like <laughs> set up on you know like some camping things. It's actually no. like a climate controlled, sealed off, oh, yeah. uh, you know, completely functional tent that you know it, it's not even out in the cold weather in Chicago in November. It's nice and and toasty and cool, and there's a full sound system, and it's. It's sort of like where you would do a wedding reception or whatever, but they actually leave that open for us and tear it down after Days of the Dead. And, um, yeah, they use it for, for wedding receptions and stuff like that. But, yeah, they will have it They will have it set up this year, and we will be doing all of our uh, events in there, which, like you said, it's, it's cool having a nice little oasis, especially when you have the parties going on and it being outside. I think it's kind of neat where if people want to kind of hang out in the lobby and chill and, do that thing they can and they can talk and they can hear each other versus you know when you go out to the events and, and they're doing like a late night party and the really loud bang and stuff that gets separated to its own area so you have a couple of different options as to you know what your after hours partying is going to look like and uh, that event said I, I wish we had something like that at every one of our shows because i think it's just so cool right and i mean like he was saying about the tent it's a uh, last year during the Return of the Living Dead panel. Like, guys, it was raining. I mean, it was legit storming outside a little bit, and you couldn't even tell yeah, inside. It didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't. The wind was blowing, like, the rain was coming down, but inside, you couldn't even you couldn't even tell. It was awesome. So, I mean, it's definitely something to check out. You guys also have the Jab Pictures Presents the 48-Hour Film Festival, and that's just yeah. all independence, right? All in the, Well, uh, I think he's got, he may have one or two things like during his come to theater thing, he oh, may yeah, have yeah. something that's not independent. But yeah, for the most part, it's, it's completely independent. And uh, you know, it's one of the things that I think is the coolest part of the show. And Hoover's really, really good about picking awesome content for for the uh, film festival. But I like that he keeps it independent. That you know, that actually wasn't that wasn't something that we said, hey, do just independent. I mean, I just I just felt, hey, what do we got going on for this year? And he completely chooses the entire lineup, and he always does such a great job at focusing on really um, awesome up-and-coming filmmakers, up-and-coming horror films, like 
the, the kind of the, the movies that have shown at Days of the Dead shows, they're the ones that a year or two later, now they're blowing up and they're hitting Netflix or Redbox, or they're becoming the most talked about films of the year for that particular year. I mean, movies like uh, Scott Shermer's Found, which is now becoming absolutely huge, or, you know, last year at a couple of our shows, we streamed Time to Kill, which has become its own underground sensation. Oh, yeah, Brian Williams. Yeah, yeah, and then he's going to be there, too, actually. We're going to be doing, like, a midnight screening of it on Saturday, which is absolutely fun. You know, they it's almost become kind of like, almost got like a Rocky Horror vibe now, because there's just so many, like, proud interactive things with the film that, that involve, like, you know, nudity and beer chugging contests and all sorts of craziness going on. But, yeah, you know, Hoover's really, he's one of those guys that's got his thumb on the vein of the independent horror scene, and he knows what's good, and he knows what's, what's going to, you know, appeal to our crowd. And it's such a great variety of, of films that you, you likely won't see elsewhere because a lot of them are actually very, um, what's the word? They're, you know, they, they range from kind of extreme horror to, like, very high-concept stuff to, just you know, the kind of stuff that may not get a chance elsewhere, right. but nevertheless always ends up being really hot and really popular you know, a year or so down the line because, you know, it's good. It's good stuff. And this year, um, Hoover's actually showing I Am No One, uh, which is actually a jab right. picture, a jab pictures film. It's the director's cut for you guys. You definitely want to stop out and see that. Uh, last year, The Professor and I, we saw Truth or Dare, Jessica Cameron's movie. We saw that there with Jessica Cameron and Heather Dorff. And we also saw the Carl Panzram documentary by John Borowski, and John was there as well. I mean, we got to see these and got to hear the introductions by the directors, the people that made the films, and that's one of the things that makes this film festival awesome is because you can interact with the people who made the films. Right. No, most definitely. And again, I, you know, I feel like those those are the kind of films that may not get their due in a mainstream film festival. They may not get, you know, you may not see um, a John Borowski documentary uh, shown at, you know, the Chicago Film Festival or something more straightforward. So it's really cool to be able to highlight those kinds of movies. And this year, actually, we're showing John's latest one, Serial Killer Culture, which, um, you know, has been doing the film festival route. Uh, you know, I haven't seen it played in too many areas, but it's going to be showing at Days of the Dead. And that's probably one to go ahead and pencil in on your list. Because we showed it in L.A., and the response was awesome. It's a really good film. Right on. What? You know, I wanted to see if we could take a second, um, and maybe if you could explain to some of our listeners maybe how Days of the Dead got started. Can, yes. we, can we tap the brakes a little bit and just go back yeah. to, uh, and, and, you know, just kind of give us a heads up of how it started. What, you know, what fueled your passion to do this? What, what fueled your passion to, uh, to start, a, I mean, one of the country's greatest traveling cons, you know what I mean, of, of what you do. So if you could uh, just give us a heads up on that so our listeners know where it's coming from. Yeah, most definitely. Um I uh, I had a, a website. Well, we recently brought it back called From Dusk to Con, and it was sort of a, an online gathering place where fans from different conventions can go ahead and share their experiences and contribute reviews or just discussion. And you know that came about. I'm originally from Miami, Florida. When I moved up here, um, I met Rick Laura, who's one of the other guys behind Days of the Dead, and he was more familiar with a lot of the ones up here, whether it be Flashback or Whorehound or um, Cinema Wasteland, and I pretty much was stuck with the ones in the Southeast, like the Empire, Megaton, and, you know, I would always share with him the stories of, of the shows from the Southeast, and he'd always tell me about the Midwest shows, and we'd go together, and, 
you know, experience them and all that. But, you know, if you've ever tried to talk about another convention on a other convention's webpage, you know, you know, it's pretty <laughs> easy ground to getting banned and deleted and all that sort <laughs> yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, understandably so, but it wasn't a place where people can go and talk about everything all in one spot. And, uh, you know, now on Facebook, there's like a million different groups where people do that. But back at that time, there really wasn't. And so, you know, that's how we sort of got into our niche in the horror convention culture and kind of started making a name for ourselves. And, you know, we're interviewing promoters and interviewing managers and interviewing celebrities and doing reviews and all sorts of stuff. Well, at one point, we hooked up with Bill Philput, who runs Revolution Management and he was helping out uh, with the famous Monsters convention that happened a couple of years ago in Indianapolis. And they did one show. It didn't go as well as they were poked, I guess. And the promoter decided not to come back. Um, Bill Philpott had a contract for the convention, uh, or for a convention at that hotel, the Wyndham, in Indianapolis. And, you know, after sort of trying to put something together with various other promoters, um, you know, and it, and it not working, he sort of contacted me and said, hey, do you guys want to get involved with this? And, uh, you know, I had never put on a convention before, but when I was in Florida, when I lived in Miami, I used to put on uh, music festivals, and I used to book for different venues, and I worked with Hard Rock Live and, and a couple of other, you know, music-related, club-related things. So, you know, being a big horror convention fan, it's kind of one of those things like, well... Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. why wouldn't you want to do that? You know, I mean, it's kind of a kind of a big deal, and you know, it was sort of a chance to put our money where our mouths were because we, we were we were writing reviews telling everybody how they should do theirs, and mm-hmm. you know, it kind of got to the point where it was like, well, you know, maybe we should just do our own if if given the opportunity, and and I don't think we understood what we were getting ourselves into, <laughs> and we definitely didn't really expect it to be as difficult as it was, even with prior event experience. But um, I think we've done, I think we've done pretty good, you know, and Indianapolis went well and gave birth to Atlanta, which then gave birth to LA, which gave birth to Chicago. And um, I think Chicago is going to be our 13th show. So, I mean, 13 shows in like three and a half years. So, I mean, we didn't know what we were doing going in, but, you know, we've learned along the way. And I think it's gone... I mean, I'm I'm pretty proud of of what we've done in that time. I just I think it's phenomenal, and I, I just I mean your show and, and just the, the type of guests you you get. And I I want to I want to ask you one more thing before I pass you back to Mad Chan here. Um, you know, I want to say almost about ten years ago, I walked into a Goodwill store and I picked up a book called Devil's Knot uh, by Mara Levitt, and it was about the West Memphis Three. And uh, as as a fan, I just I just got to know how did you get connected with those guys once they once they um, were given their freedom on uh, somewhat questionable causes on how they got their freedom. But um, how did you get connected with those guys? Because I'm so appreciative that you've been able to bring them to shows and, and do that thing and to, and to do more exposure for them um, and to, to shed a little more light on their innocence. And um, I just I, I just want to know just as a fan how how did how did you get connected with that? Um, actually, Jason Hooper was the one that made the, um, Damien Eccles thing happen. And, uh, he decided to send us an email one day and was like, hey, um, 
his publicist said that he'll do one show. You know, I was talking to him about Days of Dead and, <laughs> and this, that, and the other, and I was just kind of like, whoa. Yeah. Like, really? So, <laughs> right, yeah. You know, right, I mean, when I saw them on the list, were, I was like, wow, yeah, same reaction. <laughs> yeah, no, most definitely. Um, you know, that was one of those things, like, I, you know, it was a case that I followed for, like, 10 years, and I was, like, really passionate about myself, and, uh, it, you know, I, I had met Damien the year before in Chicago uh, for his, his book tour when he first started doing that. Oh, cool, yeah. And was that, Wait, was that yeah, Life After and, Death? And, you know, what's that? Was life? that Life After Death? Right, yeah. You yeah, know, they, okay. they came to Chicago, was, uh, I believe it was in Lincoln Park, and... They, uh, you know, it was one of the, one of the, uh, I don't get really starstruck celebrities very often anymore. And it's not to, you know, it's not to downplay anybody, but, you know, when you get to kind of working with them on a frequent basis and get to know them, it's almost like you've, you know, they, they become associates rather than, you know, something else. Totally. It's one of the ones where I, I kind of just got in front of them and I didn't know what to say. I didn't. I didn't have anything to say. I just kind of gave him the book, and you know, he signed it, and I was like, "Thank you," and and that was that. I, I mean, I I lost my mind that night. Just, like I couldn't go to sleep because I had just met him, and I told him it was still racing through my head for like, you know, it, it was it was on a Thursday, and the next day was uh, Days of the Dead. Wow! So it was our first Chicago show. So it was pretty it was pretty gnarly, but. Um, yeah, Hoover was the one that set that up, and uh, Jason Baldwin was set up by uh, Chris Carbo and uh, Stacey Lee, who, who run, uh, are also convention uh, celebrity guest managers. They had gotten in contact with him, and we were working with them with somebody else that we were bringing into the show, and so that happened through through that avenue, and, and I, I don't know, you know, the right thing was falling in at the right time, and just you being lucky enough to be there, and it was it was great. I think mean, I still think it's one of the best things we've ever done. Having that panel with Jason in Chicago, and then that panel with uh, Damien in uh, Atlanta. You know, it's one of those moments where you kind of sit sit there while you're watching it, and you're like, man, if we do nothing else, the fact that we did this, I'm good. I feel like we. <laughs> I feel like it's been a good run. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Grizz kind of started it, and so I'm going to elaborate a little more because, see, Days of the Dead's just not, you guys are way more than just a horror convention. I mean, you guys bring in, you've had the like, you've brought in Ace Freely, Peter Chris, Sherry Curry. Like, we spent, how how long did we spend talking to Stephen Percy Stephen last Percy, year? Yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. we sat at the bar with Stephen Percy for like four hours last year <laughs> awesome. talking to him. And so, I mean, you guys bring in a lot of guests that conventional horror conventions don't bring in. Like oh my favorite I I have to say was um of uh, the man himself um, Pink Flamingos John Waters man I, that was amazing man what oh, yeah. what what drives you to bring in different guests like that well you know we're just it, it, it's kind of like how we the same way we picked the horror guests where you know we're fans of of those other guys and gals too you awesome. know we're fans of sci-fi and we're fans of you know metal and you know we're fans of various things and we we don't ever try to put too many rules on ourselves where we don't allow ourselves to book somebody else that's maybe a little bit out of the horror genre. Because, I mean, I think horror fans do like other things, too. I mean, maybe some don't. Maybe some, I mean, because every time we announce the music test, you get a handful of fans that are like, oh, it's not horror. I don't know what to do with myself. And, 
you know, that's, that's a shame, but it's kind of like, I don't know, I, I like burgers, but sometimes I like pizza. You know? right. Sometimes <laughs> I like Chinese. So, um, you know, I think, I think it, and, and I think they all fit, you know, I think Days of the Dead, the, the vibe of the show is kind of like, we're not, you're, you know, we're the horror convention that your mom sort of warned you about. You know, <laughs> we get, we, we stay up late and we drink lots of alcohol and we have fun, and we just celebrate horror, and we don't care. And, you know, we don't fit into anybody else's hole but ours. And, you know, somebody like a John Waters, I think, would perfectly kind of encapsulate that. Or, you know, somebody like a Stephen Pierce, or a Dee Snyder, or, you know, an Ace uh, Freely. I mean, I think all those guys do fit into that same, like, mold that, you know, Days of the Dead is, where we're, you know, the sort of horror, rock and roll, and tattoo you know what I'm saying? Like oh, we're not, yeah. the, you know, we're not that that cookie cutter black and white show, and um, yeah, and we, we you know, we won't make it completely culture based. That's that's sort of the reason why we started Culture Shop, which you know, I'm I'm sure I could you know pour that out later in the interview, but <laughs> um, you know, it was, it was just one of those things where it's like, well, you know, as long as we can keep it horror and as long as we can keep it edgy, why not? You know, I mean. Like, you know, like I said, I like horror, but I'm also a metal fan. And I also like John Waters' films. So oh, yeah. Why can't I have all of it, you know? <laughs> Especially since you're the promoter. You're <laughs> one of the three promoters. Um, so well, yeah, but, but I, think, I think our fans dig it, too. You know, I oh, yeah, that, definitely. You know, it, it's one of those, I, I've been to enough shows, and I, and I still go to shows on, on a frequent enough basis where I, I remember those conversations that I've had with lots of fans and you know most of them my friends you know where we sit after hours at the bar and we're like man you know who would be really cool to see at a convention and then it's like you know we kind of rail off a bunch of names that have never done a show before where you don't really need doing horror conventions it's like yeah man if i ever got to do a show i'd love to bring in x y and z or i'd love to do this or i'd love to do that and that's kind of that's sort of how we do everything with these you know all those late night conversations that you had with your friends where it's like, man, if I was the guy calling this shot, I'd love to call it so-and-so. And now, you know, you're the guy calling the shot, so you're making good on all that. See, that's the great thing about the Days of the Dead show. You can walk in and, like I said, you can see Ace Freely over here, but you turn the corner and there's Rowdy Roddy Piper, who not only they live, yeah. but I mean, you know, Rowdy, Rowdy Roddy Piper, the professional Rowdy, Rowdy wrestler. Piper. And then you look over to the left and there's the, what's his name, the kid from Gummo. <laughs> I mean, you got you guys always have the best mix of guests. It, it's just amazing just to sit there for the weekend. We love going to the the forty eight hour film fest. We try to pop in as many panels. I think at some point we um that's the, that's the reason all three of us come is because I can't go to every panel. <laughs> like is I try to go to I try to, but I can't go to every panel. I can't go to every screening, and we're always somewhere stuck in one of those rooms. Like you can always find one of the three of us somewhere. <laughs> And there's just so much yeah, going on at any given time. It's cool to have, like, so much to do. Like, I oh, like yeah. hearing that. I mean, I, I take that as, like, one of the biggest compliments that we can get. Like, you guys have so much to do that I can't fit it all in. And that's, every show we kind of try to up it more. Because, I, I, I mean, I, I always say, dude, if you're at any time in the show hanging out in your hotel room for anything other than sleep, we didn't do it right. You know, we, we did not give you I, I think that, you know, in, in order for me to feel justified to be 
bargaining you, you know, the 50 bucks for the weekend pass or the 20 bucks for the day pass or whatever it is. Um, I feel like I got to entertain you from the moment you walk in to the moment you leave. If you walk in when doors open at 5 on Friday, I want you to have fun all the way until you walk your ass out the door on Sunday at 5. And we try to squeeze in as much program as programming as we possibly can so that you not only have entertainment going on all the time, but you also have options. I mean, like, at days of the day, if you wake up or when the bar closes at 2, <laughs> if you're still not ready to call it, you can walk into the Jack screening room and watch another, like, six hours of gnarly horror movies. Yeah. I mean, because it's just how it is. And, you know, again, if, if you can't find something to do at days of the day, then I, I don't... I don't know what to tell you. I would not show for you. you know? yeah, like, like we did it wrong. I, I, there's nothing else I could tell you on, you know? <laughs> exactly. Because I remember, like, what was it? Like, just this past summer in Indianapolis, we were singing karaoke. You were singing karaoke. You specifically, you were singing karaoke. We're sitting at the tables. We're up on the dance floor, yelling and screaming along. We're drinking booze with Jesco White. We go out into the hall. Iron Diamond's still playing. <laughs> Derek Mears is just hanging out, talk, hanging out, talking to us. It was just like, man, five years ago, if you told me this is where we'd be today, it's like I wouldn't believe you because we went to show. We've been to shows where, like, after hours shuts down at ten o'clock or, or seven o'clock or whatever it is, it's done. It's time to go back to the hotel room and hang out, and the hotel won't let you sit in the lobby anymore like they used to. So. That's why Days of the Dead so refreshing because you can do all the hanging out in the after hour stuff. Well, that kind of nuts too. I mean, like <laughs> I, I being from Florida, a lot of my experience from horror conventions early on came from Spooky Empire, which they run a great show. They're they're a fantastic horror convention, and I, I give them props everywhere I can because they're one of the shows that, like, when I look at templates for shows that I draw inspiration from, I mean. Spooky Empire is one that I really love. Uh, Texas Frightmare is another one. It's, they got, like, the best customer service of any convention. Like, mm. hands down. Right on. They don't take care. If you buy a ticket to that show, they will take good care of you. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, Lloyd Cryer gets all my respect for that. And then Rock and Shock's another great one because they, they're kind of things to both. They have a lot, a lot of stuff going on. The gene is also very good taking care of her vendors, taking care of her celebrity guests. And, you know, just Days of the Dead is kind of, we, we didn't reinvent the wheel, you know, but we took our favorite aspects of our favorite conventions and then added our own little flavor of what we thought would be cool too. And it's just sort of, you know, a combination of of all the stuff we did about the work conventions. Even. And I think it's helped us get an identity of our own, but... You know, it kind of bums me, like, when you go to other conventions and things shut down at 10. You know, like, the vendor room closes, the dealer, the uh, celebrity room closes, and it's like, oh, okay, folks, good night. And you're like, well, dude, I just spent the whole day meeting all these awesome horror guests that, you know, meant so much to me as a child. I'm geeked up, dude. I'm ready to I'm ready to stay up for another four hours talking to people about it because I'm so excited that I just met so-and-so. Right. And I just got my poster signed to this other person. I don't want to go to bed. I'm... I'm friggin' I'm ready to rage, you know? And it's, I don't know, it, it's such a downer when you go to a show and there's nothing else going on, or they, you know, kick you out of the bar at, at 10 o'clock, and it, it's like, what am I supposed to do now? So, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's really important to me that things that keep it going 24-7 throughout that weekend, just because 
I mean, I, I don't, I don't want, I don't like going to a show and then, you know, having to call it a night before I'm ready, you know, or, you know, we dare you to outlast us. We'll keep <laughs> it going as long as you can. Right, right. So we've got, that's Days of the Dead, we're at the Schwamberg, is it Schwamberg Marriott? It's Schaumburg. Schaumburg, 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 okay. It's at the Schaumburg Marriott this weekend, the 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Um, if you guys don't have tickets, you can go to daysofthedead.net and uh, click on the nice. Chicago link. Um, Adolfo, if people want to follow you, where on social media, how do they get a hold of you? Um, it's on facebook.com slash or twitter.com slash Okay, and... Now, we've talked a little bit. You also have a show in Atlanta coming up. Would you like to fill us in a little more information on that show? Yeah. Uh, the Atlanta show is February 6th, 7th, and 8th at the Sheridan Atlanta, right in uh, downtown Atlanta. And that one is still getting warmed up. Uh, we're going to be going full bore into it right after this weekend in Chicago. But so far, we're setting up a 10th anniversary reunion for The Devil's Rejects. The uh, movie turns 10 years old this year, and we are putting together uh, what we hope to be one of the biggest reunions for that film. We're also doing a uh, Hellraiser Legacy reunion, which will have various guests from different Hellraiser uh, films, and so far we've got Simon Bamford, and Deb Bradley, and Ashley Lawrence, but also Valentina Vargas, who um, hasn't done too many United States appearances before, right. and uh, for those that don't know, she's the Angelique Cenobite, who... Um, the name of the, the director video Hellraiser one that she was in escapes me right now, but it's actually one that I did a lot. So I, I feel kind of dumb not being able to pull the name out of out of my brain. But I you. You, I mean, if, you, if you're a fan of the Hellraiser films, you remember the Angelina Cenobite, and she looks really cool with the with like the skull like pulled back by the chains, and, and uh, it was such a great character from that series. And we're also going to pull out other great characters from the series. So so far. Um, Got about a dozen or so guests announced, and we'll be uh, we, we got someone in the works too that are that are non horror related that kind of got me pretty excited. So Atlanta's going to be fun, right and on. also at the end of that month we have our culture shock show, which is uh, sort of a pop culture convention done in the dead style, and that one's going to be at the Wyndham Indianapolis West, uh, February twenty seventh, twenty eighth. In March 1st, and so far, uh, we got a pretty uh, awesome guest list that I'm really proud about. We got the uh, godfather of zombies himself, George Romero, yes. Malcolm McDowell, the aforementioned John Waters, Bonnie oh, yeah. Piper will be coming back, and uh, we've got John Schnepp, who does a lot of Adult Swim work, including uh, Metalocalypse, right. and a few other a few other uh, guests from the uh, realm of sci-fi and comic books and because um, we're also really big sci-fi and comic book fans, but we didn't want to water down the horror aspect of Days of the Dead to make a show that was like half and half, because that kind of seems to be the thing now, where horror conventions are kind of becoming like half pop culture conventions, and I, I don't know. I, I think you get, like, not enough of one or the other, so we just <laughs> said, you know, what the hell, let's just do our interpretation of, like, a pop culture show, and... You know, it's kind of, it's the kind of convention that got me into conventions. I remember, like, when I was 9 or 10 years old, going to a lot of, like, sci-fi and comic book shows with my dad that were held in, like, the lobby of the Howard Johnson, you know. And <laughs> there's, like, you know, 12 
cables and like three decks and they were real really stripped down and but it was cool you know because it was it had that atmosphere where you get together with other you know comic book nerds and sci-fi nerds and you just kind of geeked out over something you love and i feel like that's been lost in this day and age with the big corporate wizard world shows where oh, it yeah. becomes you know Oh no, I I, I, I agree I, with you I on that. I won't go into that, but you guys know what I'm talking. Oh, about. Oh yeah, you know? no, exactly. We know exactly what you're talking about with, with that. See, my first uh, my first show was a horror convention, but I didn't go for the horror convention side of it. I went because Brian O'Halloran was there, and I was a huge Kevin Smith right. fan. And it was just like, oh, and then I got there, and Danny Trejo was there, and Kane Hodder was there, and Bill Mosley, and it was like, oh my goodness, like I didn't even see that you know i saw one flyer with brian o'halloran on it and i was like oh my god it's it's dante i've, I've got to go now and we went over the next day to that convention and when i got there it was like oh man this is it this is what i want to do so no we feel you completely on that <laughs> now adolfo yeah, uh, I mean, you know go ahead yeah you go ahead oh no i was going to ask you because you are you've got a lot of things going on at one time you also have an online radio station correct yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, it's uh, the uh, the aforementioned From Dustful Cottage, right? Uh, we recently brought it back, and we're doing uh, From Dustful Cottage Radio, and it's just sort of sort of like a little uh, you know fun side project that me and a couple of the other people involved with Days of the Dead do. Um, you know, Harry Beans, who's our karaoke DJ, uh, has a show on there. Bill Sethus, who's one of our uh, one of our one of our more consistent volunteers, has a show. My girlfriend Carrie has a show, and you know, essentially, it's um, it's horror talk and uh, music programming. Starts at 7 p.m. Eastern every night and goes till about midnight, and um, it, it's it's pretty cool. There's something a little bit different every night of the week, and every now and then we'll go ahead and we'll screen some movies online for free. Uh, Jason Hoover will cheer up a couple of cool flicks, and we'll do like an online screening of them. Um, it, it's still kind of in the early phases, but it's just something that we do to be able to keep up with each other and, and kind of keep in touch and talk outside of Days of the Dead where, you know, the conversation isn't always about the convention and the show and what we're going to do, but, you know, we get together every night of the week and, you know, play some cool music or, you know, talk about horror movies or interview a director or something. And people can find info on that at uh, fromdustfilcon.com. And they can uh, click on the radio button, and there's music playing 24-7, even when we're not doing a live show. So just go in and, and check it out and join us from uh, 7 p.m. to midnight every day. And, uh, you know, tune in to see what's up. And, guys, uh, all the links that Adolfo sold you tonight, we will make sure you'll be able to uh, get to them directly from our blog spot or the website. Um, you'll be able to get to those links directly through us. So if you didn't jot them down, don't worry. They'll be there. Uh, Dolpha, we really like to thank you for coming or for joining us tonight and talking to us. Certainly. Was there anything else that you wanted to uh, go ahead and push while you're on here? No, no. I think you guys gave me a, a, a fantastic platform for just you know go wild and print everything out. And it's always fun, you know, coming on with you guys and getting to uh, pour out all the days of that stuff. But just you know, also talk to the people that go to the show and enjoy it and just get feedback on you know, what it is that we do, because we, we, I can see it from one angle, but, you know, hearing all the stuff that you guys are into allows me to understand what it is that we do even better. Yes. So, guys, check it out this weekend. You've got Rose McGowan. You've got a uh, Rocky Horror reunion. 
Melissa Rose. Melissa Rose is going to be there. I mean, you've got uh, Frank Sorrentino is going to be there. Uh, you've got so many guests coming out this weekend. We hope to see everybody in Chicago. Thank you, Adolfo, for coming on. And Mad Chan. Professor Wagstaff. And Grizzly. And we thank you guys, and hopefully we'll see you this weekend in Chicago. Thank you.